Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com forward slash John Appetit. Audible has over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com forward slash John Appetit. Again, that's audibletrial.com forward slash John Appetit for your free audiobook. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the latest edition of the John Appetit Podcast. We are back here with you once again, episode number 147. And by we, I mean myself, Roy Burton, and my lovely wife, Chanel. How are you doing tonight, Chanel? I'm good. You're, you're good? I'm good. You're good. We're back in the saddle. You're feeling good. You're ready to go. You're ready to pod? Is that what we're calling it now? We podcast. So are you ready to pod? Get, get your pod ready on? Ready to um, complete a podcast, yes. Yeah, we're, we are out here podding. Again, it's episode 147. That <laughs> That's what we're doing here on the John Appetit Podcast. Uh, we got a fun show for you guys planned this week. We took a trip outside of our normal Delaware Valley area. Took a trip up to New York uh, for their weekly outdoor food festival called Smorgasburg. We'll talk about that in segment number two of today's show, of course, in segment number one in our latest news, we have some uh, some some closings and some and some new additions to the Philadelphia food scene that we need to talk about. And for some upcoming events, again, we're always fans of restaurant weeks and dining days and things of that nature. We got a very special one coming for coming up uh, for you guys in the next few days. So you definitely want to keep it locked here for information on that. So a bunch of stuff to get to on this edition of the John Appetit Podcast. But before we do anything, as we always do, we want to thank you guys. Thank you, the, the listeners, the supporters, the retweeters, the Facebookers. Thank you guys for following us and supporting us and listening to our shows and helping us spread the word about everything uh, that is John Appetit. Again, we truly appreciate all of, all of your support. And if you're new to our show, welcome. Please, welcome. You know, you know, Put your feet up. Stay a while. Hang out with the folks here at John Appetit. Hang out with our John Appetit community. Um, you know, when you when you hashtag your stuff on Instagram, hashtag John Appetit, and and be a part of the conversation because we love to hear from folks who love to uh, check out our show here at John Appetit. Uh, shout out to the to the homie uh, Phil Phil Matic Wilson from our favorite Tissue in the Tape podcast. Hyped us up on Gelato. I got to talk to Phil. I'm putting this out there, Phil. Phil, I know we've been slacking on this, but now we have figured out the technology. We will go back on your show, but you got to come on our show first. In August, we're going to set up something with you, and you're going to come on our show because we have a lot of things to talk about. Chanel needs to know about CBD. What do I, I need to know about that? Because you weren't sure about how it works and the I, cannabinoids. I, no, and, you want me to know about CBD. No, 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 no. Phil, Phil is willing to come on and, and give us a crash course about all things food and CBD so you don't get crazy when I come home You're, with a CBD no, milkshake. No, do not come here with a CBD milk. Why are you trying to do it's that? Fine. It's not bad. It's not like I'm not going to come here like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. It's not like that. 
So, I, 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 there's not enough information when, on it. Oh, no. Phil has the information. And he's willing okay. to come on our show. He's going to tell us about CBD. Okay. He's going to tell us about gelato and ice cream, the difference between gelato and ice cream. And then you can ask him what you asked me before. How is Phil a Phillies fan and a San Francisco 49ers fan? He will explain that. I didn't ask that. You did. Yeah. You know, you said, what's up with Phil being a fan of those two teams? And I'm like, I can't explain fandom. Fandom's different. Fandom's weird. I, did Fandom's I? Tr- you did ask me that. It must have been a random time. So, so we so we will before we go back on tissue and a tape, one of okay. our favorite podcasts. We gotta have Phil. So, Phil, in August, you send us your dates. I'll send you a DM, and we're gonna we're gonna hook this up. But yeah, Phil, if you want to be part of the, if you guys want to be part of the conversation again, JohnAppetit at gmail dot com, or hit us up on any and all social media platforms. John Appetit, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Again, we are a very very accessible podcast. Speaking of accessible, you can catch us live. Tattooed Mom, 5.30 South Street, July 28th at 5.30 p.m. We are doing a live show as part of the 2019 Philadelphia Podcast Festival. This festival has has ballooned and blossomed in the last few years since we've been invited to, to be a part of it. Now it's over 60 podcasts at like five or six different locations over the course of a couple weekends. Uh, we were honored to be uh, chosen once again to be part of the programming this year. And again, we were on... Uh, July 28th, the final day of the Philadelphia Podcast Festival, 5.30 p.m. at Tattooed Mom, which is 5.30 South Street. Again, very easy to remember. We're going to have giveaways. we got the T-shirt that Chanel promised. we got the free T-shirt we're staring at right now. We're going to have some uh, some fun eating things that we're going to do. I don't want to really give it away. We're going to have some special guests as well. So a lot of stuff planned uh, for this stuff. This is one of our fun shows, or, or more fun shows of the year, because the live audience Kind of makes everything fun. So we are excited. Chanel's excited. Yes, I am. Um, we have a lot of stuff planned for you guys. So please come out. And we're buying drinks. Again, come up to me. To Roy. Say, to me. To Roy. And say, hey, you know, heard you guys were talking about, you know, promoting the show. I like you guys. I hate you guys. It doesn't matter. I'm here for the free drink. I just wanted to say what's up. You got to come up to me because I ain't just randomly buying drinks for everybody in a bar. You got to come up to me yeah. and say, hey, you heard us talk about this. Yeah, and you don't have to be nice to us. You don't have to no, be nice. You, you, don't, have, you, you don't have to be nice. No. Just come through. Just come through and say, you know, for a few minutes. Just say you listen to the show and Roy's going to buy you a drink. Buy you a drink? I buy you promise, a citywide? I promise a single t-shirt. We got a t-shirt. We're going to have some and other I stuff. And I got the single t-shirt. We got some other stuff to give we, away. I promise some goodies. Yeah, we got a little. We got, we're going to put together a bag, I, couple bags. I got a couple bags for goodies. Get some bags. Give out some bags. You know, this and is Roy's what we do. given, I guess, what people prefer. Which is drinks. Yeah, I learned what a citywide is today, so we get to get you some citywides if you're down for that. I don't know what that is. Uh, it's a it's a PBR and a shot of whiskey, typically Jameson. They're called citywides. That sounds like, like a headache. Yeah, because bar apparently bar. I don't know if that's a Philly thing or if it's just a whatever thing, but a bunch of bars in the city do that. They're called citywides. It sounds like a city headache. Citywide. So yeah, so come through again, tattoo mom. Make a day out of it because I'm on earlier, one thirty p.m. For the Broad Street Line podcast, uh, Jimmy Williams from the War Room is going to join us for that. So you can come out to that, hang out, check out some other podcasts, make a day out of it on South Street. S- sit with me because I got to sit there. Come through <laughs> um, and just kind of hang Roy out. Because won't let me on the show, so I kind of sit no. to the side and you can you have your own see podcast. how sad I am. You can have your own podcast. Because he invites everybody on except me. You can have your own show. You have your own show. He'd so see good. if he would just let me 
no. come on the show that he'd get the highest ratings he's ever had on that show. Not but, even possible. But Not possible. Whatever. So, yeah, so come through. Make a day out of it. Uh, again, the Philadelphia Podcast Festival, all sorts of good stuff. Follow those guys on Twitter, Philly Podfest, for all the information about the shows. Again, it's starting this week. July 17th is the first day of the podcast festival, so check it out. You'll see a lot of information coming out, a lot of articles in various uh, on various publications this week about the Philadelphia Podcast Festival. Also, while you're listening to us and subscribing to us, please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcasts. Apple Podcasts, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, Player.fm, Google Play Store, CastBox, Spotify, if you have an Amazon Echo Dot or Echo Show or an Alexa-enabled device, you can subscribe to us and kind of get all of your podcasts either streamed directly to your Echo device or subscribe to us and take us with you on the go um, on your MP3, your phone, your, your, your tablet, and take us with you 24-7 at 365. Also, while you're doing that, check out our other shows as part of the War Room Sports Podcast Network. My show, which I just mentioned, The Broad Street Line, you can subscribe to that wherever you get your podcasts or go to thebsline.com, or if you're in Philly, you can listen live every Saturday, 10 a.m., 106.5 FM, WPPM, LP, Philadelphia. Also, check out our friends over at War Room Sports and, again, our favorite hip-hop podcast, Tissue in the Tape. You can check them out at tissueinthetape.com or, again, wherever you get your podcasts. And, as always, shout-out to Tay Diggs for giving us a follow on the Twitter machine. Check out, again, All-American Season 2 coming very, very soon. All right, folks, what's new? What's new is Fat Burger has come to the Cherry Hill Mall. Fat Burger is a mostly West Coast chain. Now they're coming east. This is the first East Coast store or outpost of the Fat Burger ham- uh, fast casual hamburger chain. They have 2,000 locations nationwide. This is the only one on the East Coast, and it's now in Cherry Hill Mall. I swear the Brigada used to have one in the basement. I may be wrong in this. If anybody can confirm this. You might be. No. I, didn't they no, have in the no, basement? There used to be a fat burger, right? No, you might be confusing mm. it with Vegas. No, 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 no. I'm almost a thousand percent. I'm going to. We have a computer. I'm almost a thousand percent sure there used to be a Borgata. <laughs> we're never right on this podcast. <laughs> do, do we actually have a computer? Yes. It was in the Borgata. I knew this. There was? Yes. Because I remember going there. Because I remember seeing it. And I was like, oh, okay. The Borgata. I don't. I think I went once. I don't think it was that great. I think it was whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But we went once. No, I, I remember Vegas because because Vegas they have a, they probably have a few in casinos, right? I can't. I can't. I don't remember. No, I know there's one on the street. Yeah, that you yelled at me about the one time across from but, like um, the park. What's it called? The New Monte Carlo. The park. park MGM. Park MGM. Yeah, there used to be one right there. Yeah, there used to be one across the street because uh, my wife uh, yelled at me uh, for trying to convince her to cross the street. It wasn't uh, your wife at the time. We we well, have been dating for like a year. We had a little tete a tete, as the <laughs> as the French people would say. We had been dating um, a year. Yeah, and I was like, "Yo, why don't you cross eight lanes of traffic?" He's trying to get me to jaywalk. Right. She's like, "I'm not crossing eight lanes of traffic. You can do it if you want to with your little friends." But they weren't my friends. They were just some random <laughs> some uh, random guys. drunk dudes crossing in the middle of yeah. Las Vegas Boulevard. Correct. And I said, "No." I said, "I'm going to walk down to this all stop the way line. to the corner." And to the light. light. And I will meet you over there. You can go run with your little friends. And if you've ever been to Vegas, like, you know, it's like Las Vegas Boulevard, the main street where, you know, the strip where the strip is. Um, There aren't a lot of places to cross the street at lights. There's like, there's a, there's lights. There are lights and there are uh, cross, um, I guess, what do you call those things that um, that go across the street? The crosswalk thing? No, the thing over top. 
Bridge. Little bridges, thank yeah. you. There are bridges that you where you can cross the street. Uh, but again, they're not at every every single light, every single casino. No, and this was a while ago. This was like years this ago. This is years ago. Yeah, yeah so they didn't ago. even have a lot of those. They had yeah. them in certain spots. Right. There weren't there weren't as many as there are now. Yeah. Um and this fool wanted so to I'm run like, across. So Las I'm team Vegas I'm Boulevard. team East Coast. I'm like, yeah, man, you yeah, if the the thing you want to go to is right across the street, you just cross the street wherever you are. No. Um but no. that didn't go over well. No, it did um, not. So, yeah. So we had a little, again, tete-a-tete, as the French say. <laughs> Is that what the French say? I believe so. Okay. Uh, about Fat Burger. So we went to Fat Burger. I mean, the burgers were all right. They were good. They weren't in and out. They were fine. But now we got one here. Now we got one at Cherry Home Mall. I don't I'll, I'll check it out. I'm not, like, I'm, dying to get I'm to it. I'm not interested in going. I know you're not. That's not your thing. No. Once I went in the grocery store and they were selling the Fat Burger burgers and I looked at them, they put sugar in those burgers. Like, what's the point in putting sugar in a hamburger? They might put sugar in other burgers. I think they might. I, think I, you I usually other look at I usually look at ingredients, and those were some of the one that I remember that sticking out to me. Like, why is there sugar in a hamburger? Well, so I'm not interested in that because that just tells me there's fillers in there. You can go to your fat burger. You don't have to get a burger because they have chicken, turkey, and vegetable sandwiches or vegetable burgers. If you want, they also have fries and onion rings and milkshakes. Um, so again, so if you don't want to get your burger fixed, you can go check out Fat Burger for your other things. Again, it's a fast, casual hamburger chain. The food is cooked and made to order, and it's right in uh, those that, that little strip of restaurants in the Cherry Hill Mall in New Jersey. So if anybody goes, please let us know because we're curious. I might make a stop over there at some point. Uh, but Cherry Hill Mall, uh, at that uh, that part of Cherry Hill Mall, gets mad congested. So it's kind of hard to kind of get in and get out pretty quickly. Um you know, for those of you, those of you in the know, like, because people just love to go eat here in Jersey because nobody cooks. No one cooks. It's crazy. In All right. Susanna Fu Suga is closed for the summer and it is up for sale. It's a restaurant. Well, uh, can I stop um, you yeah, there? Sure, if I'm it's sorry. closed for the summer. Yep. And it's up for sale. Mm hmm. Doesn't that just mean it's closed? Well, yeah. I mean, we can read between the lines on this. <laughs> we, 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 we see, we see the tea leaves. We like, we know what's up. The shutdown through August for quote unquote family reasons, according to owner Susanna Fu. And oh, by the way, if you want to buy it, you know, you know, the first bid is the best bid. Uh, this is the contemporary Chinese restaurant that opened three years ago at twelve, excuse me, seventeen twenty, Sansom Street. This is Susanna Fu's kind of return to Center City. She had the original Susanna Fu, and then she got a spot out in the suburbs. Uh, she came back with Suga a couple of years ago. Um, yeah, I guess from what we're hearing is a little bit of a family family bickering um, be- between the people, those running the restaurant. Um, so I would kind of be surprised if Susanna Fu opens back up. Like I'll just put it like that. Su- Suga opens back up. I don't think this is going to open back up. Like you said, like yeah. it's closed and it's for sale. They're not just going to come back on no. Labor Day and be like, yeah, we back. Like, not fam. No. Like, that's, not how, that's not how the restaurant game usually yeah, works. Yeah, that's not going to happen. So, um, yeah, so Susanna Fu's Suga closed probably not coming back. Taqueria del Norte is now Culture on the Circle. This is the restaurant from Chef Chris Service, who used to be the chef at Blue Duck and uh, Blue Duck on, was it Broad, uh, Blue Duck on Broad. Um, he opened a taqueria um, on, at uh, 2859 Home Avenue called Taqueria del Norte. Switched the whole concept up. Now it's an American BYO called Culture on the Circle. It has a very small, very focused menu with changing specials and a Sunday brunch. Did you have a chance to look at their menu? I looked at, at some of the entrees because of the pictures. That fancy chicken parm looks really good. Yeah, they have some good looking things. Again, it's a very small menu, not a lot on the menu. 
Um, they have some intriguing stuff on the menu. You see the chicken parm? That, yeah, the picture looks of it looks really good. The scallop dish with the seared scallops, the lemon vinaigrette, and the chilled corn and asparagus salad looks good. Mm-hmm. And you know I'm always down to try a meatloaf. They have one here. And they have these Italian pork egg rolls that sound good. But at the other Blue Duck uh, spots, uh, Chef uh, Service was was known for his infamous duck fat fries. And they have them here, duck fat fries with duck confit. Uh, smoked gouda and scallions. So some good looking stuff on this menu. Again, it's culture on the circle. It is open now to twenty eight fifty nine Home Avenue. Is the former home of Taqueria del Norte. There's a new champagne vending machine at the Ritz Carlton Hotel here in Philadelphia. Um, Moet Chandon. Good job. Thank you. They have vending machine a vending machine that offers Brut Imperial. And Rosé Imperial, and they're like a little 180 milliliter bottles. So for 25 bucks, you go to the lobby bar, and I'll give you a token. Eh. You take the token, and you go to the vending machine, and then you get the bottle of champagne. So I can't just go to the vending machine, swipe my card, and... Yeah, I mean, I know. I mean, but there's why, no, why, make, the, why, why the extra stuff? The gold token. I mean, it's a little, yeah. Yeah, a little fancy, a little fancy. No, why isn't it like, oh, champagne... Let me take out my card. Let me tap my card because I'm European and all my cards tap. I tap. I tap once at Wawa. It was different. It, was, I was like, it I was worked like, oh, here at Wawa. Yeah, it, the tap work. Yeah. Sometimes I think they might have to push a special button, okay. but it does work. It you does know, work. yeah, because we're always behind. Yeah, we're way behind. Um, this. but why can't I, or swipe or put in my um there chip? There like, why do I have to uh, go and me, get a? Token? Let me get my Capital One card and swipe this and get the champagne. Now you gotta get this little gold token. It's like, all right, you know, a little fancy, fancy now. I don't really like expensive champagne. So you this... fancy now, Moet Chandon, the Brut Imperial. How much does that really cost? The, 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 that that uh, size uh, bottle? Yeah. Uh, I can't imagine it's more than fifteen bucks. Again, we have computers. I'll look it up. Um, I like the regular. Was it White Star? Is that the cheaper one? I don't know what the. Remember the one that we used to get the Moet Chandon White Star? Yeah, see, the I white bottle. you liked that. I no, no, no. We liked the White Star. We didn't like. Um, no, no, we didn't like that. The ex- Vu Clicquot. Yeah, I don't like that. Which is, I'm sorry if you guys want to sponsor us. I apologize, yeah, but, but it's not that good. It's not good at all. I'm put this on. We wax. don't like it. Not good unless you give us a check. Vu Clicquot, not very no, good. No, don't like it. Not very good. Not a fan. And I always see like when I watch my my TV shows, my Real Housewives, people bringing it as like, oh, here's your housewarming. I guess it's a status thing because I never really. But it's like, not really expensive. I mean, it's not, it's not super expensive. No, Let me take a, no, let me take a it's not. It's disgusting. Like every expensive champagne I've ever tried, I have not liked. Yeah, like the like the cheaper stuff. It's all right. It's I, good. I'd rather drink prosecco and cava. Yeah, uh, this Moet Chandon Imperial Wine dot com has it for fifteen ninety seven. So you're gonna charge me an extra? Oh, that's the game. I guess the game. Yeah. I thought maybe this was the good stuff. No, this is the good stuff. It's good for that size bottle. Yeah, nah. No, that, that's yeah. fine. I mean, yeah. for a bigger bottle, it's gonna be like four, you know fifty bucks. So nah, that's good that's, stuff. That, that's okay stuff. Oh, excuse me. I'm sorry. I didn't. I didn't know you were drinking that Ace. Uh, the Ace of Spades. It's probably nasty. I, don't, and, I won't waste my money on expensive champagne because the more it costs, the grosser it tastes. Yeah, I'm just not. I'm just not team champagne like this. But I, I, I like, I mean, this is cool. This is, this is cool. I'm, I'm team Cava, team Prosecco, man. Yeah, I'm just, you know, you like team sweet wine. Why are you lying team to Niagara. the people? Team Niagara. Stop lying team, to um, the people. 
What's some other sweet words? Usually you have integrity, and I would never say that <laughs> you, you lie. Usually you but have when integrity. when it comes to wine, usually you do not have integrity when you, you speak integrity. of me. Usually you have integrity. All right. Uh, hopefully, these folks at New Uber Eats Dining have integrity, because this is coming, uh, ladies and gentlemen, to change the game, baby. I don't get it. I'm here for this. Uber eats dining. Reservation. I don't nah, understand. Fam. No, no, no. Explain no, no, this no, to me no, no, as you explain no, it to the no. people because I read it and I still I don't grasp it. I don't in understand. In certain cities, it is available now in Austin, Dallas, Phoenix, and San Diego. You can go on Uber Eats, right, and choose the dining option from the app. You can choose to eat ASAP, or you can schedule an arrival time. When you do this. You're given the prep time of the food, and you'll be notified as the order approaches readiness. And so you show up at the restaurant. So let's say I'm going to Restaurant X. Okay. Okay. Like, boom. I'm coming there. I'll be there in 30 minutes, right? In 30 minutes, when you show up, your food going to be ready to come out. Bam. As soon as you get there, boom. Here's your appetizers. Entree coming 10 minutes later. Dessert coming right there. So... If I and if I'm at the other table and I made a reservation, mm-hmm. they're gonna put my food to the side so they can prepare the Uber people. Because I order, I ordered before you got to the restaurant. This sounds like a disaster. Nah, if I fam. if I ran a, a good restaurant, I wouldn't I wouldn't do this. No, here's the thing: because if you're a restaurant, you're trying to fill up them early tables. You open up at five o'clock and people don't really book until six six thirty. You can be like, hey man, they're not gonna Uber eat dine in bef- at if five they get o'clock. a discount. Uh, if f- you get a but, discount, but now I'm discounting my food. Right, but but now you have a table that you didn't have before. No. You got a check that you didn't no, have. You got a ticket you didn't have. No, I'm not doing this. I'm not. Who's doing this? I guess Grand Lux cheesecake. I don't know who's doing this. Any restaurant you want to go to? And not like, the Look, ones man, I want to At go five to. o'clock, it's like, yo, man, you gotta fill these tables. Yo, here's ten percent off. Come through. If you tell no. me you're gonna be here right at five thirty. We're going to have your appetizer right so at 5.30. So this is basically turning fine dining into uh, fast food. It's saving time on the front end I don't of, like of it. Reservations. I don't think it's going to take off. First of all, it's confusing. No, it's not. <laughs> yes, it is. It's very confusing. How, I find it confusing. How is and it I don't confusing? find myself to be a stupid person. You're not. But this is confusing. How is it confusing? I don't get it. I guess I just think it's pointless. Let's say we're going to Texas Roadhouse, right? Exactly. It'll be at a Texas Roadhouse. Right. And let's say we'll let's say we're going to go there. We'll be there. Our, we're going to be there. We tell them we're going to be there at 815. Wait, let me stop you there. Yeah. Why would we go to Texas Roadhouse when we can order food to bring home anyway? What if you wanted to go out? Let's just say you wanted to go out. You wanted to go out. To Texas Part Roadhouse. of going out is going to the restaurant, sitting down, having conversation. The waiter comes. You order your food. That's a whole experience. Uber Eats, Uber this, Uber that. That's a convenience thing, a go, go, go. It, it has nothing to do with wanting to, like, leisurely do things. Do you understand what I'm saying? I know exactly what you're saying. So if I'm saying I'm, I want to go to Shop House, mm-hmm. I want the experience of going to Shop House. I want you to make a reservation. I want to get dressed. I want us to, I don't want us to say, well, we have 30 minutes because our appetizers will be ready in 30. No, we're not doing that. This is this is stupid. You're not doing this because we go to go to Chop House <laughs> and we're gonna show up one day and like two minutes after we sit down, our cheesecake egg rolls are gonna show up. And, you're and gonna I'm like, oh, and I'm this is and live. I'm going to feel rushed. This is live. Like I, I, and like, I dig this, and I'm going to feel rushed because the only thing this does is make your appetite 
appetizers come out sooner. Because what are you going to do? Scarf them down so they can have, oh, we got 20 minutes to eat these because they're going to bring the food out because it's on their timer because we're Uber Eats table. Like, you understand how crazy this sounds. I understand your, I, I understand <laughs> your, uh, my objection your to objections this? to this. I have no no similar objections. I don't have the same objections. Because, because you, and, and I can see why. I know exactly why you like The that. thing is, I know what I want before I go to a restaurant. Yeah, that's, yeah. So I'm ready to go. So why, well, so I'm cutting off 20, 20 unnecessary but minutes. there are some of us that don't know. But you look at the menu. But th- that come in a restaurant and look around and see what other people are eating. And oh, they, yeah, 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 yeah. There yeah. are some of us that like to yeah, do that. Yeah, there are people out there. There's there's a certain segment of this podcast, these podcast hosts. <laughs> and these people are me. <laughs> and no, there's a certain segment of people who host this specific podcast <laughs> who look at what other people order, like who have an idea of what they want, who look at the menu, but then look at the plates that pass by and then change their minds about things they want to order. I'm not familiar with that kind of behavior. So I look at a menu, I'm like, yo, I want this smothered chicken. And that's chicken. how you miss out. I want this smothered chicken. I want these ribs. I want this graham cracker uh, pie. Like, I know what I want. I'm ready to go. I don't need to sit down and get comfortable and get Have my water sip here. Your drink. Get my water here. Order a drink. Wait for the drink. Roy thinks that dining should be an assembly line, regardless of where he's eating. I, if I know I, what I want, like I, it shouldn't take as long as it does. That's why Uber eats dining. It, Roy doesn't understand that part of the dining experience is just being it's in the experience, there. It's, it's the, the experience. experience. It's the ambiance. So sometimes I have to pull him into the moment because he's there on a mission to eat. Austin, we out here, baby. Dallas, Phoenix, San Diego, we out uh, here. Uh, Chris, get ready. We out here. Roy's going to want to Uber Eats dine-in with you because I'm here. not going. We out here, baby. Can't wait. Yeah, so check it out. Again, those are the only cities I believe it's available in right now, but I'm sure it's going to come to more cities over the coming months and years. So Uber Eats dine-in, changing the game Unless you like to spend an extra half an hour in restaurants. And again, I get it. I get it. All right. We're going to take a quick break. Or on the other side, we'll talk about what's good. But again, not in Philly this time. Took a trip up the turnpike to New York to check out a very cool event they have up there. We'll discuss that in segment two. You're listening to the John Appetit Podcast. Welcome back. Segment number two of the show. We usually talk about what's good in and around Philly. However, a little bit of a change this week because we had a chance to check out uh, Smorgasburg uh, this past weekend up in Brooklyn, New York. Now, this is a weekly outdoor food festival um, that they have in New York. They have it actually all around New York um, every weekend. I know it's during the summer they have it outdoors. I know indoors. It's an, it's indoors, obviously, uh, during the during the wintertime. Um but I'm not sure if that's all winter or all fall, winter, indoors. Um, but I know basically every summer between like April and October, um, they have a bunch of outdoor ones. Fridays, they're at the World Trade Center. Saturdays, they're in Williamsburg, Brooklyn at East River State Park. Uh, 
And on Sundays, they're in uh, Prospect Park in Brooklyn at in Breeze Hill. And all three days are from 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Uh, there's 60-plus vendors, I believe, at each one of these. And it's the largest weekly open-air food market in America. So there's nowhere, no place in America that has something like this. We were there uh, with some family, and we were asked, yo, how come you guys? I mean, no, no, we were asked, we were asked, you know, whether or not we went to stuff like this in Philly. And we were like, we don't have these things in Philly. No. Why we don't have something like this in Philly? There's no reason. I really couldn't tell you. No, there's no reason. I don't know. There's no reason. There really should be a thing, an, an outdoor open food festival. A, an open air outdoor food thing. There is enough. There's t- tons of space. T- talent. Enough food in Philadelphia to do this. Yeah. I just don't think people think to. It, it takes someone to organize it. Right. Right. Like you need somebody to organize this. And this has been around for a, a minute. And I'm sure, you know, maybe over it'll the make years, its way yeah. over the years. Like, you know, it's going on because, again, they have they have these now in L.A. They have similar ones in L.A. I think there's one in Tokyo, I believe, um, from the same people, the same organizers. Yeah. So maybe they'll make their way. Um, but I was just in like I was just driving in the city today and I was just driving past Rittenhouse Square. Rittenhouse Square would be a perfect spot for this, by the way. No one. Uh, well, okay, well, almost perfect spot. Mm. Well, if it was fine. I mean, on the... On if, if, they, <laughs> if they controlled their dogs yeah. in that park. You know what I mean. They don't. You know, you I mean. know what I call that park. Yeah, yeah. The Rittenhouse, you, uh, my wife calls it Rittenhouse Square. And, <laughs> um, but basically, like there, there's, the, there's enough restaurants here. There's enough food trucks here. There's enough people, again, just there doing, are enough doing independent things. Like, other be, than Rittenhouse to, right. to have it in. Too. But I'm saying, but... But it's, where would you have it? Let's talk about this. Let's put this on wax since we're talking these things out. Where would you put an outdoor food festival uh, for 60 plus little vendors like this Williamsburg, a smorgasburg? No, it's a very good idea. No, but they, what they've done is they've taken it and put it in different neighborhoods. Right. But if you just have one, let's just say, let's just start at the, ba- the base at the base level. Let's just try to do this once a week somewhere in Philadelphia. At the base where, where would you put? I'm telling you, Rittenhouse Square. I know you I know you despise the park because people let their dogs run loose. But, but is it convenient for public transportation? Yeah, like it's too. It's, like, where's the train in comparison to? It's right at right at uh, suburban. Patco is three. Kind of Plaxo, Patco's three Why blocks we, away. What about Love Park? We had to walk from the subway. What about Love Park? Uh, yeah, Love Park's fine. Or that space? I don't know what it's called. Off of. Um, is there enough places to, for people to sit? In Love Park? I don't know. Like There's I'm not, not enough places to sit in you-know-what park. <laughs> there's a dirty fountain in there, and then there's really no benches. All right. So if, if anybody who doesn't hate Rittenhouse, <laughs> Rittenhouse Square <laughs> would like to chime in, again, because I think this is a great idea. Yeah, I think we need there, to have it in Philly. There are parks all over we could I'm find. just trying to try something local, because, again, this is very easy for and people to get to. People, people need to There's be tons of parking. To, there's why couldn't you do parking. it like, where the ice skating place is? City, city Hall? At City Hall. They could do a City Hall. Like, what's that called? Uh, I'm Dilworth. Yeah. Yeah. Dilworth Plaza. Can you do it in Dilworth Plaza? Sure. Yeah. We can have it at Dilworth Plaza. <laughs> Why are you looking at me? No, that's like fine. That? <laughs> I hate that part, that's man. Fine. It's so, it's so like, <laughs> <laughs> like, I know you don't, I know you, I know you have disdain for the, the, the friends of Rittenhouse, as mm-hmm. they call themselves, or whoever is in charge of that part. I, not who's in charge um, of it. It's the rules that they set around So, Dilworth Park. Park. They're very lax. We coming. We're doing smorgas, smorgas Philly. <laughs> uh, but no, but this is an outdoor food market, again, in Brooklyn, 11 to 6, every, every, literally every week, uh, every weekend, rain or shine. Um, this is a fantastic idea. We're very jealous. We wish we had one here. 
So we, we were watching a couple of videos on YouTube, but it really doesn't do you justice until you go. Because there are just so many places, there's so many vendors and so many different options. And it's just great to be able to walk around and one stall has seafood and another stall has uh, Thai food and another stall has uh, rolled ice cream and then another stall has, you know, drinks and, and all sorts of great things. So we went up to Smorgasburg. We got some pictures we'll be throwing up on the Instagram over the next few days or so. Um, let's just kind of start. Anything kind of stand out to you? I know you hit up a we would we yeah, hit up a couple I spots. Hit up a few spots, but two really stood out for me. Um, one was I believe it's called Lobster Domus. Lobster Domus. So what Lobster Domus was like, is that was like Nostradamus? Like, yeah, nasty last esco okay. to okay. Escobar. Not, now I'm, he I'm, is I'm, lobster. Okay. So, <laughs> just as its name implies, their main thing is lobster. So they do lobster nachos, lobster truffle fly, fries, garlic nudes, lobster balls. Which is garlic, and noodle, then, garlic noodles. Yeah, the they call them garlic nudes. Okay. They're garlic noodles. And then they do like whole lobster, like they grill. So I shared my dish with my niece and I was going to try the lobster truffle fries, but I, I looked at, she's, she's 11. And I said to her, well, what do you want? How about the lobster truffle fries? And she looked at me and made a face. And I was like, uh, so much for that. So we went with the garlic nudes with lobster on top with extra lobster because we were sharing. They were phenomenal. Oh, you got the extra, you got extra lobster on that? Yeah, we got okay. extra lobster on it, man. First of all, I don't understand. Were the noodles made of garlic? I don't know. I love garlic. I loved whatever was on these noodles. I can't even describe it. Like those noodles were awesome. You tried them. What do you think of them? They were very good. No, I was going to go back and get. I should have got because when we went back at the end, like I should have just got them. Um, like when we were first walking around, but I wanted you to find something first because when I came back, like they were gone. Well, they weren't gone. Like the line was crazy. But the lines, and we'll talk about the lines in a second. By and large, they weren't bad all no, day. For, for it to be that um, many people out there, yeah, because yeah. we because we went because they opened again from eleven to six. We got there around like eleven thirty. Um, and the lines really weren't bad. Even at, even when we left, uh, they weren't really bad at all. Um, those garlic noodles were. I mean, it was that was one of the best things I've had. I had all day. Like it was really good. It was so good. And they give you and like this is real OG lobster. Mm-hmm. This isn't like no. This is fake lobster or main this lobster. Isn't, um, what's the uh, langoustine and no, none of that no, no. stuff? It's wild caught main lobster. Yeah, I was watching people getting half lobster, whole lobster. And I was like, man, did I make a bad decision? But when I tasted the noodles, I was like, no, I'm good with my choice. Yeah. We made a good choice. Yeah. Fantastic. It was super. And the second thing I got. Mm-hmm. That you liked really lo- that a lot. That I liked a lot was the Thai pineapple chicken from a place called uh, Thai Bird. Mm-hmm. So they hollow out a pineapple. They put the pineapple chunks back in. And then they put the this crispy fried chicken with their Thai sauce. So it's like a sweet and spicy sauce. Like a Thai chili sauce? Yeah, like a Thai chili sauce, but also a hot sauce. Like, it looked like they made it in a similar fashion to how Prince's hot chicken makes theirs, like with the oils and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. That chicken was fantastic. Mm -hmm. And I was mad because it was one of the last things I got. So by the time I got it, it was kind of full. So I was kind of nibbling at it. First of all, the presentation was gorgeous. Yeah. It, it was in the pineapple with a little umbrella, but the taste, that was some of the best fried chicken I've ever had. And they gave you so much. And they gave you so much. It was much. a lot. <laughs> and it was tender and crispy and that sauce. 
and it had just enough heat, but then you just take a bite of the pineapple and it like eased the pain of that heat. It was so good. I would definitely get that again. That and the noodles the next time I go, because I will go back. Mm-hmm. It's all about the noodles and the um, pineapple chicken. Yeah, the noodle, the noodles. Uh, actually, no, let me just run it back. The noodles were probably the best thing I had. They were the best thing. Yeah, I had they were definitely the best thing I had all day. And we had some other stuff that was really, yeah, we really had some, good. We had some really, we had some good stuff. Um, so some of the things that I, ate, um, so again, we were lo- watching YouTube videos before we went up there, um, and uh, they talked about this place called Burger Supreme, uh, that was supposedly had the better burgers and Shake Shack or whatever. So they had a single burger and a double burger, and they had like the special mustard sauce. Um, I had the burger. It was fine. It was good. It was like a good cookout burger. So if you were in the mood for like a good cookout type of burger, um, Burger Supreme um, is good for you. But again, it wasn't mind-blowing. I don't think it was better than Shake Shack. But it was a solid burger. Um, one burger that we did not have a chance to try, which we'll try next time, is a ramen burger. Because they have the place, uh, I, th- I think they're actually called a ramen burger. I'm not sure. They have the place where they have the ramen noodles as the as the kind of bread or the thing that kind of holds the, the burger together. Um, they have that there at Smorgasburg, uh, Williamsburg. So definitely check that out if you're in the mood for that. Um, we also had the beef rib with salsa from a place called Carnal. Um, it was a huge beef rib um, and had salt, whole salsa on it. Um, it was probably how big was the rib? It was a it was a really was big a big rib. And they give you like a little piece of beef just on the side, just you know whatever kind of like the little beef scraps from the rib when they cut it up. They put that on a plate as well. It was a massive rib. It was like eighteen dollars. It was a pretty good price. Um, but we had me and Chanel, Chanel and I, um, were able to kind of share that rib easy because uh, yeah. it was just it was so tender, and so tender, yeah, and, super tender, and, and and super juicy. Good flavor. Very good flavor. Very good flavor. Nice crust on the outside of that. Again, you can see them kind of grill out, grill the ribs um, right on the uh, the grill right outside. And then uh, I tried the the lobster roll from Red Hook Lobster Pound, uh, which I believe is in New York. They were founded in New York. Um, they have them both ways. So if you want the lobster roll with the butter and all that good stuff. The right way. The right way. I think they call it, is that New England style? New Haven style, maybe. I don't know. I forget what they call it. It's I have Connecticut a style. Yeah, maybe Connecticut style, I think they I call think it. Connecticut but if you style. want it with like the mayonnaise that's and the celery disgusting. and all that other stuff, they can, you can get that as well. That's, um, that's the way they do it in Maine. I, I got it the right way. And it with was the a, butter. It was very good. You had a bite. I had you, a bite. You, it was very good. Very tasty. We grilled the rolls. We got the buttered rolls. Like you're top, supposed to. Yep. Split top butter like rolls. Like you're supposed to. Give you, and again, you can even order extra lobster if you want. You can get an extra two ounces of lobster if you want on that as well. And they also sell shrimp uh, there as well. So but who shrimp. needs shrimp when you have lobster? Yeah. Well, not everybody gets down with lobster. Why? I'm not sure. No, 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 um, but yeah, so Red Hook, <laughs> Red Hook, Hook Lobster Pound. Was there? Um, but there are plenty of other places. We we yeah. ate so much savory. I don't think we even tried any sweet, did we? The, I did the, not. I didn't either. But the the sweets looked so good, and that's how I know I have to go back because we didn't try any sweets. There were some good looking donuts there. Yeah, churros. Um, there were churros again. The, the rolled ice cream, and I mentioned were before, doing fruit juices out of pineapples yeah. and little watermelons, and we drank seven thousand. Lemonades and, and or they, frozen drinks, and they all tasted like water. No, no, the one, the last one I had though, the, that one, pomegranate the, 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 the one? cranberry one, the cranberry one, yeah, that, that one was, was good. good. And then the strawberry lemonade, which I don't so, think you had. Yeah, I didn't have that. Yeah. So the drink situation, can yeah. we just talk about that? Talk about it. Talk about. All right. It. So I, they do have mixed drinks. You know, obviously you have to be of age, and you go in. And, um, I was a little disappointed in that because it was like they put no alcohol, but. Uh, I was really mad at the fact that the lemonade in the drink tasted like water, much like the lemonade that we bought from another place tasted like water. Well, you got well specifically. Let's just talk specifically because in the in the one section of the place they have uh, 
basically like an alcohol truck, and you you know you get carded and you go through. But you specifically got the gin and lemonade yes. drink, and yes. that drink because I don't because they had other drinks as well, so I don't mm. want to say they're all whatever. Well, the drink I got, yeah, was not good. All right, so the gin and lemonade didn't taste very lemonadey or ginny or ginny. Yeah. It tasted like I was drinking water. Yeah. Like I paid how much twelve dollars like yeah. for 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 a couple. And of I saw water. I saw them pour the gin in. I saw the beef eaters gin. I think the problem was the maybe. What probably happened, just to give a benefit of the doubt to the people who were serving lemonades that tasted like water and fruit juices that taste, it was super hot. Super hot. So I'm thinking they prepared these drinks prior to selling them so that they right. could sell them fast. And all the ice melted in them and made water. Yeah, because a lot of the lemonades I bought, they were already there. They, were, they, yeah. they didn't make them fresh. They were just like sitting on the counter. And that was a problem. Right, because you had so ice it in water, the water. It completely yeah. watered down your lemonades and made it taste like we were drinking water. Yeah. Which it, I think may actually be an issue because there are 50,000 people standing outside this place selling bottled water. <laughs> because you can bring a bottle of water in because there are water refill stations. So they encourage you to bring like a refillable water bottle so right. that you can just drink from the refill stations. Mm-hmm. Well, had I known that the lemonade would all be watered down, I may have taken just up one of bottle. these. Or I may have brought a bottle or yeah. taken up one of these people on the street selling bottled water because what happens is either you know and you buy it before you come in or you don't know and you're thirsty as heck when you walk out so now you're willing to pay for the water on the street and they're only charging a dollar a dollar Roy said he'd charge two easily could be charging two I mean you're still cheaper than everything inside because everything because the cheapest drink was like four dollars three or four dollars it's like, give me a bottle of Deer Park for $2. Like, I, I know you just went to Costco and bought the 48-pack for $8. I understand that. But, again, it's a matter of convenience. I'm really thirsty right now, and I'll buy I'll buy this for $2. Yeah. So I understand that. Highly recommend the event. Also recommend you bring a collapsible bring water bottle. A collapsible water bottle, a water pouch, a canteen, one of those little metal jones, because they have free refilling stations there. Or you could use Apple Pay and get what a dollar cup. Or so something? yeah, so Apple Pay. By the way, if you have Apple Pay or if you don't, enable it if you can because a lot of vendors at the spot had discounts on Apple Pay. With Apple Pay, you get a couple bucks off. I saw one place was like forty percent off. Or they have a spot where you can buy um, you can buy cups and T-shirts and things like that. If you have Apple Pay, you can get like a little metal cup for a dollar, like a water cup for a dollar. Uh, without Apple Pay, it's three dollars. So. If you have Apple Pay on your phone or your your watch or whatever, please enable it because you will get a bunch of discounts at Smorgasburg. Bring something to drink bring, or bring a water bottle yes. because it's the summer. So at the very least, it'll be warm. So you're going to need something to drink. And again, you don't want to spend $4 or $5 and get a watered-down lemonade. No. You don't. Um, or a watered-down lemonade drink. A watered-down lemonade drink. But there are so many places at this Morgansburg. To eat. Oh, my god. Oh, my goodness. And, again, like, they have this Saturdays in at East River Park. By the way, East River State Park, plenty of places to sit. Nice view of the water. You're looking right across right across the Hudson um, into Manhattan. Um, so very, you know, you, you get your Instagram off if you want to. If you have the kitties, there's a park there. Yeah, there's a park. There's a ton of space. Like, you'll find a space to kind of you know move around, and bring sit a blanket. Down and, I think. Yeah, yeah, just bring a blanket just in just case. Just in case you can't get a picnic table or just whatever. Just in case. Yeah. Um, but there's a good you know there's a good number of seats. There's a good 
there's a plenty of space to sit. Like, well, benches and rocks, you know, rocks and, and ledges and grass. things like that. Yeah. Um, this is a very cool event. Like, I, I highly I recommend. Just bring, just bring, just think about your drinking provisions. Yeah. Drink, drink your situation. Because I, I didn't think it was going to be that. Like the sun was going to be like that. So and I was like, oh, like, we, we good. Like Hades. We good. Like, it was like, like you know. Like we a, had umbrellas to protect us from the sun. Yeah. Because we knew it was going to rain, so we brought umbrellas. So, yes, I was that person with an umbrella up in the uh, sun. Yeah. But, um, yes. yeah, you, need, you needed that because it was, it was like that. Like, the sun was just coming down. Um, but, no, this is a very cool, very, very good event. Um, again, we'll, we will do our best to check it out in the future because it's a very, very chill spot maybe we should try one of the other locations yeah maybe we do a sunday sunday up in prospect park yeah and breeze hill you know at the end of the summer something like that yeah that sounds good so again we highly recommend if you want to make a day trip out of it again it's a very cool day trip again we spent a couple hours there um felt like longer yeah um, because there's just so many things to check out so many different uh vendors and all that stuff so very cool very cool events morgisburg uh, you can check out, I think the website is yeah, smorgasburg.com. Oh, I thought you were asking me. I have um, no idea. For all the information about that. Again, all sorts of food. Again, whatever whatever food you desire um, was probably there at Smorgasburg. So, again, check that out. All right, we're going to take a quick break. On the other side, we have an upcoming event to tell you about. And we have, a, have invitations to hand out for Sunday dinner. You're listening to the John Appetit Podcast. Welcome back to the show. Segment number three is where we tell you about the upcoming events. And coming up this week, the start of University City Dining Days from July 18th through the 28th. You can get lunch specials at two price points, 15 and 25 bucks, or three course dinner specials at three price points, 15, 25, and $35 from a variety of University City restaurants. So we talked a couple weeks ago on the show about different restaurants uh, for people to check out in University City in Philadelphia. And participating in this and, um, are the restaurants, are such restaurants as Han Dynasty, 48th Street Grill, Louie Louie, Sabrina's Cafe, New Deck Tavern, KQ Burger, part of Franklin's Table, and Hip City Veg. And there's plenty more as well. So for more information on that, check out ucdiningdays.com. Right, it's time now. For our Sunday dinner segment, this is the portion of the show where we hand out invitations to our home for Sunday dinner to people based on something they've done over the past week or so. Sometimes it's something good. Other times it's something bad. It's always something noteworthy or at least noteworthy to us, notable to us. It's a, a bit of a break from us talking about food all the time on this show. I know yours is food related and I won't, I'll let you go last because mm-hmm. I, I know we'll get into that. Yeah. I just wanted to send an invitation and a shout out since they're getting a bunch of invitations. I'm going to add to the pile. Shout out to the U.S. Women's National Team for winning the World Cup this past weekend in France. The U.S. Women's National Team, fourth World Cup all time, second in a row. They won in 2015. Shout out to the women Congrats. for doing the big thing on the main stage. 
These women not only are super talented, but they are having an absolute blast. I love, I'm <laughs> loving blast. these Instagram videos. These man. videos are amazing. They're awesome. <laughs> they are getting. <laughs> they in. are getting their whole lives, their man. Entire I love lives it. just love, dancing love, in love the it. locker they room. Are funny and entertaining. And they are living it up the way they should be, yeah, and uh, I'm loving absolutely. it. Absolutely. Alex Morgan, uh, Megan Rapino, uh, the whole squad, just everybody. They're just getting like these. If you haven't seen these videos, I forget the woman, the one woman who's, who's like taping all this stuff. I forget her name. I'll, I'll pull it up real quick. Um, but these are just fantastic yeah. videos. I mean, they are just lo- they are loving every single bit. Living up uh, every of their, moment of this. And yes. I'm, I'm digging it, man. They just got the SB again uh, the other day for uh, the best, I think, best women's team or best team. Maybe the best team. Um, it should yeah. be best team. I think it was best team. It shouldn't got the, be a distinction. Yeah, I think they got the SB for best team. Um, but no, yeah, shout out to the women's national team. And by the way, as, I, as I'm saying this, the most important part of all this stuff, please pay the women what they deserve to yes. be paid. Because, again, they they are literally making basically more money um, as far as revenue, they're bringing in more revenue than the men's team, but on a on a similar on a similar basis, basically on similar co- accomplishments, they're getting paid about thirty eight percent of what the men are getting paid. And these women have brought two straight World Cups to America in the biggest sport in the world. So please pay the women pay at least what the men are getting paid. If you want to talk about bonuses Equal because they, if you want to talk Come about on. bonuses because the men because they're way better than the men, we really need to be talking about that. But at the very least. At the very least, they need to get paid more, as much as the men do. That's it. I mean, this is very simple, right? This ain't hard. Like, again, no. the revenue, the money is the same. Why are they not making the same amount of money? Like, who's against this? I mean, I know who's against yeah, this, but, but who should really be against this? Like, no. come on, people. Let's make this right. That's all I got to say. By the way, I'm sorry. Ashlyn Harris. Ashlyn Harris. I don't know what her IG is. You are the, the real one. MVP. She's the one. For, for recording these videos, man. Putting all these videos of them dancing a awesome. crime, crime mob. Awesome. <laughs> and everything. Awesome. And everything uh, on Instagram. So shout out Ashlyn Harris. Super entertaining. All right. Who you got? So mine goes out to a host of people that we've both seen on the internet and that we haven't seen. They're hidden. Hidden. In, 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 in hidden in our world. So over the past few weeks, one of my worst fears has been coming to life. I've had to watch. Spiders? No. That's my worst fear. One of my worst fears is food tampering. Food tampering, okay. Food tampering. Since I was a kid, and I can't remember what movie it was, I was watching a movie, and I saw a woman at a grocery store, and someone injected her food with like poison, and she got sick. Mm-hmm. So I was a little kid. I probably shouldn't have been watching this, but it freaked me out. And then I ha- I began to have a, sort of an irrational fear of people tampering with my food. So over the past few weeks, as we all know, videos have come out with people licking ice cream and more recently spitting into Arizona family-sized tea bottles. Have you seen that? Mm-hmm. And then it just got me thinking of all these... And then I was listening to another podcast and someone has said once they opened a pickle jar, bit the pickle and put it back in. Mm. So this is something that's been happening like well before Instagram. And I just like to say to the people who do this, that you are real jerks. I'm going to filter myself because we, we that's how we are here at this show. Family but podcast. Yes. To, to, to do this to people is so horrible to mess with someone's food. Because I think to myself, children eat this food. Mm-hmm. Elderly people, pregnant women, sick people. 
and they're just minding their business and they just want to go to the grocery store and get their food. Yeah. You know what I mean? I stopped eating at fast food restaurants because I don't trust a lot of what goes on and when people get attitudes and they don't. So because we've seen videos from them, too. So I really have pulled back on eating at fast food restaurants. I can't pull back on going to the grocery store. Yeah, store is a store. You're going to buy ice cream. You're going to buy tea. You're going to buy pickles. Right. You're going to buy. So now it's like, now we have to think about everything we buy. Yeah, now you have to be super conscious. Did, did, did that did can someone pop? Break, yeah, did someone break the seal? Yeah, like, which is insane yeah. and that we have to worry about people going around tampering with other people, other people's food. Yeah. The people who do this are real pieces of crap. And if you know anyone who does this or and thinks it's funny, you don't really need to say something to them. Report because them. I, report them. I I want all these people to go to jail. Beyond the I jail. don't I don't even care if they're kids or not. They need to go to juvenile. They need to be arrested. This is, you can't tamper with people's food. No. That's a horrible thing to do. People out here have autoimmune diseases and all kinds of stuff that you might be fine, but you can get someone I'm really sick. Sick. Yeah, this is really jacked up. It, it disturbs me to know it. You, those people. There's something special that's going to happen to people who tamper with other people's yeah. food. That yeah. is just some messed up stuff. And to be dumb enough to record it and put it on Instagram, I hope they put you all under the jail. Yeah. And I don't care how old you are, you deserve some sort of punishment and fine. Here, here. I'm here for this. Go to jail. I already got to worry about expired food from Acme. Now exactly. I got to worry about expired food and seals that are broken. Come on, man. Ridiculous. Come on, man. Can't be doing this. Can't be doing this. Go go under the jail, people. No punishment is, har- is harsh enough for you people. Because, again, you could literally get somebody sick. You could get you can somebody, somebody sick. You, you can kill get somebody. baby sick. This. Yeah. But you thought this is cute for some likes. For some likes. Instagram is the devil. You heard about, you heard about again, we're, we should wrap this up. But yeah, you heard but about those people who like fell off that cliff or falling off that cliff in Arizona? There's some cliff, Instagram cliff in Arizona where people are trying to get their, their, their pictures off and they're falling off and dying. Oh, my and word. No one, but apparently, like, I think it was like five people or something mm. died in the past couple of years. And no one had died off this cliff for like years. But then people are trying to get their, their you know, their picks off and, and they're falling off a cliff. You gotta be kidding me. Likes are not that important, people. They're really not. All right? Please. This You doing things licking the, ice cream or posing the, off of cliffs. The or, internet was supposed to be for linking us all together for sharing information. information. Sharing information. And what it's doing to us is ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I'm done. And all you fast food workers, because I'm seeing I saw this week, too, videos posted of people rubbing people's burger buns on the floor. You all deserve to go to jail, too. All of you. All of you. McDonald's, Wendy's, Taco Bell, you need to start recording this stuff. And Mm -hmm. when you catch your employees doing it, you need to call the police and send them to jail. Yep. They need to be arrested. Tampering with people's food. You don't know who that burger is for. No. In yeah. regard, it could be for the worst person in yeah, the world. Matter. It doesn't even matter. Doesn't you matter. don't mess with people's food. Yeah. It's disgusting, and you deserve to go to jail. Yep, pretty much. Also, free ASAP Rocky. All right, that is it for this edition <laughs> of the John Appetit Podcast. Before we sign off, there's one more thing we'd like to tell you. Our name isn't just a catchphrase. It's our wish to you every time you grab a bite to eat. So the next time you head out to your favorite restaurant, we'd like to wish you John Appetit. <laughs>